Welcome to the Music Debut Podcast, a guide to launching your independent music career. Today, we are talking to alternative indie pop artist Taya about her creative process, getting a grant to make a music video, and her new song, Venetian Blind. Um, so this week, our guest is Taya. And she is a Canadian alternative pop artist who started releasing music in 2021. And her song, Josephine, won Best Music Video at the Toronto International Music Video Festival. And her new song, Venetian Blind, comes out on January 19th. So thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I'm really excited to get to talk to you. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. Hey, everyone. <laughs> um, so my first question is just like, can you tell us a little bit more about like your background in music and how you decided that it was something you wanted to pursue as a career? Absolutely. I I grew up in a very musical family. Both my parents are musical theater artists. Um, so I was kind of always around music. Um, my grandmother bought me my first guitar at 13 and I started writing songs that way um, and very much just used it. I feel like most artists do to process emotions or experiences that I was going through at the time, you know, uh, people that I had crushes on, I just write little love songs about and then never show them ever. Um, and, uh, and it slowly, you know, just, just turned into this passion of mine. And I, uh, started, uh, releasing, releasing music and, and taking it more seriously. And, uh, I, I can't imagine doing anything else. So I make kind of like alt pop, indie pop. I have a lot of, um, eclectic ref, uh, references and inspirations in my music. And, uh, yeah, I really just use it for like a coping mechanism and, and, a and a place for my, my feelings and my anxiety and, uh, depression to just <laughs> air it out. And it, and it, uh, I happen to, to really enjoy sharing it with people too. So. Um, so how did you like decide to like make the jump to start like releasing your music? Cause I feel like that's kind of like a hard step for some starting artist. Yeah. Yeah. I was fortunate enough, um, to be, you know, surrounded by people that were doing this for a living, making music, um, writing music through my theater background and having been performing since I was like eight years old. Um, and so I always kind of saw it as this profession, um, but didn't really come to the realization that, uh, I could be, that it could be a path for me, um, until I was just, uh, out of high school, kind of like 18 years old. And I, just, you know, it was like, I said, do you go to college? Do you do this? Do you do that? And, and I was like, all I want to do is make music. So I'm just going to give it a shot and, and, and try to release it. And it's lovely that the, the connections that I've made since that time, um, and, you know, the empowerment and support that I've had from people in my life to just continue making it and doing it. And I think there there have been times where I'm like, I'm not going to release music ever again and I'm only going to do this for me. Um, but it, it always comes back around to, you know, the idea of 
community and sharing. And it always makes me personally feel mentally better to, to, uh, share with anybody who listened to it, you know, and relate. So how did you like find the resources to like actually start like recording and like producing your music? Yeah, absolutely. I, the internet dude is magical place. (laughs) I, I really just started cold pitching to people that I, I liked their, their music. You know, I would go and see, you know, if another songwriter or uh, another artist and see who was producing their stuff. And I just email demos that I made and, you know, on my little guitar and in my closet (laughs) in my bedroom. And, and I started kind of working that way. And over the course of, I guess the past three years really, um, have just been kind of working with different people and kind of shooting my shot, if you will, um, with, with different producers and, and, um, directors for music videos and all that kind of stuff. But I have been, I've been lucky with the response and I've kind of just, yeah, yeah. Just, just very much kind of went for it. Um, the, the internet is a, is a beautiful place and it has a lot of, um, connection to offer. So yeah, that was kind of it. <laughs> cool. Um, so like when you first like started, did you have like a sound in mind or like a genre that you were like going for? Um, yes and no. I, uh, grew up on a lot of Taylor Swift and musical theater, um, which, you know, musicals are influenced by so many different genres that I was really into rock music and I was really into jazz and R&B. And, and I, I really do just try to kind of fuse everything under this, you know, um, very pop structured uh, music and songs. And uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I've, I've been, I, very experimental with, um, my genres like Venetian blind that's coming out. Um, my next single is a lot more R and B influenced and like almost like bordering on Neo soul, uh, than any of my other stuff. Whereas, you know, like the 1975 has been a huge, uh, musical inspiration for me as well. And, and it, it all just kind of is bleeding into this singer songwriter, um, the thing that I got going. So, (laughs) That's really cool. So can you like tell us more about like the creative process behind Venetian Blind? Heck like, yeah. With like the concept for the song? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had just um, gotten out of a relationship and was very much processing just the amount of, I guess, crushes that I had during, which is just so terrible. It's like emotionally cheating and horrible and I'm a terrible person, blah, blah, blah. But like, you know, processing the crushes that I've had on people because all of a sudden I was single again and I was like, oh, actually I do like you and I do like you. And, and, and it was just kind of this frustrating thing where a lot of, uh, those crushes happened to be people that for whatever reason, and I, I don't get it because I know I'm hot as fuck. So, oh wait, can I, I could probably get swore. Um, <laughs> but like, um, just wouldn't, wouldn't go near me. They were like, I, you may like me, but, but this isn't going anywhere. Um, and it was just this kind of frustration of, I think I'd, I'd gone out 
for, for drinks one night with somebody and I came home and I was like, gosh, (laughs) that, that night didn't end the way that I wanted it to. Um, so I, I just started writing, um, this, this kind of patter, uh, of, of lyrics over top of a beat that my, my friend Sabrina had, uh, made. She's a producer just finished up, uh, just graduated from Berkeley. Um, and it, it kind of just came out. It was one of those songs that really just emerged. And I, I, I adore it when that's the process and it doesn't take a lot of effort to, uh, to write something, but I kind of very much just was like, I'm just going to say exactly what happened. (laughs) So it's just kind of this, this vignette of, uh, of, uh, a night that leaves you frustrated and and being having feelings for someone and it not being reciprocated and that being annoying. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you think that like you use like a similar creative process like when you're writing your songs like for each one or does it like differ for each one? I in my experience it's it's really different. I usually start with a concept um, because I'll, I'll have an idea in my head of what I want to write or I'll be inspired by something in the world and I'll be like, oh, that, that would be a cool song. And, um, and then kind of chords and lyrics start to come at the same time. Um, so I'll be writing melodies that try to fit with you know, exactly the, uh, the lyrics that I'm, I'm trying to express and stuff. And, and I'll kind of mold it around, uh, uh, my lyrics because that's kind of the most important thing to me as a songwriter. And I, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just been different. Like Josephine, you know, uh, or was, was heavily, heavily referencing my, um, favorite movie, some like it hot. So I took a lot of inspiration from, that and was using like direct quotes and lines from the movie within that. Um, and then so that something like this was more, uh, autobiographical and, and just kind of more like a diary entry. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's just really, I think depends on when and where I'm inspired. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, so if like for Josephine, for the music video, how did you like, what was your experience making that? Oh, that was, <laughs> that was amazing. I, I had taken a hiatus off of releasing music because as an independent artist, it's, it's, um, it's a lot. You're kind of the boss of every aspect of, you know, your entire music business and music career. So I was a little bit burnt out, but right before that burnout, burnt out, (laughs) that burned out moment hit, I had applied for a grant, uh, in Canada, um, from creative BC because they had, um, a program that they were funding music videos for BIPOC artists. Um, and so I pitched them the idea of Josephine, which I think was was just kind of coming out of the demo stage. I think we maybe had a kind of final version of the song. Um, and I was like, this is, this is the music video. This is what I want to do with it. And, and they were like, yeah, we'll, we'll fund it for you. So I hit up one of my, you know, best friends who is a music video director 
and and we sat in a coffee shop for a while and and chatted about the you know the old hollywood aesthetic versus like you know the queer joy moments and the the a24 kind of texture of it all mm-hmm. and uh and i shot it and yeah it was just kind of this labor of love in that i really got my my friends and family involved you know one of my other good friends katie finley played um my josephine my love interest in the video so that was fun we just got to like hang out for a couple days on set and shoot this thing and pretend to be married um (laughs) and uh yeah it, it, it brought me out of like a really a really dark place which is the beautiful thing that i keep coming back to with my creative process of you know it it there's so much power in music and art to show you the light again when you're in those dark places. Um, so that it was, it was a really special one to to have people around and to have it received by my audience and the people that are discovering me and discovering um, the video and, and kind of what it means to them. I've had a lot of young queer people come up to me and, and be really excited that it was just kind of like this fun pop uh, <laughs> lesbian video. <laughs> like, uh, so, so yeah, it's, uh, it's been pretty special. Do you have any like advice for like artists dealing with burnout? Because I know that's like something that a lot of artists deal with. Yeah. Um go easy on yourself. Mm. It's a lot. It's a lot. And it should be at the end of the day, something that, you know, fuels your soul. So if it's soul sucking in any way, I think that, you know, that's when I personally take a step back and go, okay, you know. Let's get back to the heart of why I'm doing this in the first place, which is to make music and connect with people and 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 make art. And if 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 that art is somehow inhibiting or like um, making it harder to be a human in this day and age and in this world, it's it's uh, just just take a breath, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Come back to the love for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so since we're like just starting like a new year, do you have any like goals as a musician for this year? I have a lot of goals. I have a lot of goals. Um, I have a goal to release uh, a music project that's longer than a single. Um, so I'm working on that right now and I'm really excited about it to give uh, people kind of a chunk of songs that they can listen to instead of these kind of singles here and there, even though they've been really fun and and uh, and great for me kind of experimenting with my sound and, and, and finding my footing. Um, and then I also, uh, I really want to play more shows. I started performing live my own original material about six months ago in the summer of 2023. And I, you know, I grew up doing musical theater and and have missed performing live a lot. So it's, it's been really validating and rewarding to get back on stage. So I, I hope to like play a festival this year or something, you know, just to keep, uh, just keep getting in front of audiences and, and, and singing and and tap dancing. Cause apparently that's something that I'm doing in my sets now as well, which is kind of silly and fun. And, and, and like, I don't know, it's, it's, 
it's giving me a lot of a lot of happiness in my life right now. So I just want to kind of continue to make music throughout 2024. And um, yeah. So do you have any like like three steps for like musicians on like how to start like releasing their music and like moving forward with their career? Ooh, dang, that's, that's a tough one. There's a, there's a lot more than three steps, uh, <laughs> but I, I think, I think I'm, you know, if I, if I were to simplify it and, and break it down to just one is, is just start, you know, start where you are and, you know, pick up the guitar, write a song after the song is written record the song, you know, and release the song and see, see, start to start, start to see it grow from there. Um, and I think that's the coolest thing in uh, this day and age of, um, independent artists is that we have so many tools, um, to be able to empower ourselves and continue to create art and put it out there. So I think, um, yeah, I mean, like, hate to sound like Shia LaBeouf, but just do it. Like, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, that's all the questions I have for you. Oh, that's great. Thank you so much for coming on to this podcast. And for all of our listeners, make sure to follow both of our social medias down below. And we have new episodes every week, so make sure to tune in. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. Was it even third base? You still made my heart.